Welcome. We are Welcome. back. We are back. Let's go. Episode 50... 54. Four. Thanks for that. I almost completely forgot. 54. Yeah. 54. Mm. Um, thank you very much, everyone, who's been listening. Yeah. We're back and getting into the flow of things once again after a very, very extended hiatus. Mm. Um, but as always, please like share subscribe share subscribe tap that, all that button good stuff. and leave a comment anything even if the take a moment you see whenever to, we do this intro can just one of us do it because then it's just a lot of words to when we're trying to get people doing a call to action you can take over you can do it since you're so keen to talk over me every time i do it oh so much pressure now right, um on. everyone please <clears throat> hum, hum. if everyone can uh, please like Share, subscribe, comment, follow. follow. I, like, I, don't I, mind. I don't mind yeah, it. Yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, give it, give a little tap. Um, but anyway, thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. We're, the also, we're on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and we also have an email list because he seems to have forgotten. We about do all have the an things. email list. We yeah. do have an email list. So drop um, them in there, and you get to see when the content comes out. So what are we talking about thing. today, Dwayne? You're leading the episode, so you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the point. Well, we need to do the story time first. Fucking hell! Completely forgot about that because I've got stories. No, oh, oh he sorry. is so shit no, at leading no, an episode. No, no, no. What was going well, on? No, 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 no. Sorry, I have got story, but it was like the stories from before we used to do where I get a voice note. I haven't got that, but I have actually got stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cool. do like one. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I've got that. Oh, mate, got that. Sorry, I was remembering from uh, a lot. of This may have to be cut. We've just rambled for quite a long time. Nah, leave it. It's funny. So I met this guy in a club, had drinks, danced, had fun. He asks if he can sleep over. I say, sure. We can go home. Fuck. Sorry, let me start again. We can cut this. Met a hot guy in a club. Had drinks. Dance. Had fun. He asks if we can have a sleepover. I say, sure. We go home. We fuck. I fall asleep. In the morning, I wake up and all my food in the kitchen is gone. Literally all of it. From the fridge, the pantries, the cabinet, everything is gone. I don't know what we I don't know what he put it in or where he went with it. I sleep like a log. It's a good thing I wasn't a poor college student or something. Even my condiments. It was weird. He even took the uh, he even took the dog food and milk bones. Is there any more to that? No. <laughs> oh fuck. Um just imagine waking up and everything's been stolen. All and your food. And the person's never seen that person again. No, it was the end of the story. Isn't that brilliant? Fucking hell. That is so Abby fucking good. Human. All right, I've, I've got one more for you. All right, go on. I fucked a much older guy once. Uh, I fucked a much older guy once. It was great. Left the next day. Fast forward a month. I started dating this guy I met on Tinder. And we agreed to go visit the zoo. His dad offered us to take us there. And yeah, you guessed it. I got in the car and realized it's the guy I fucked recently. Oh my God. So it was retrospectively a shitty one night stand because I had to break it off with a guy I liked while also making up some weird excuse. No oh way I'm God. telling him his dad did the nasty with me. Fucking hell, bro. I wonder what the dad did whenever... Oh, mate. Just like... I wonder yeah. what the dad did whenever he uh, saw her in the back of the car. He must have been wigging. You'd like, unless he, unless he forgot, unless he just didn't, you know, he didn't, didn't clock it. 
Because maybe, you know, if he's out there and he's clapping cheeks left, right and centre. Oh, you but remember like, a girl you slept with a month after. Unless you're absolutely smashed. Mm, that's just would be, be so, so awkward. awful. That would be, be so awkward. That would be so awful. Like, getting in the car, being the chick on the date and seeing that the dad is the person you slept with. What would you do if that was your situation? <sighs> if I was the girl... It would just, I mean, you'd have to just like, I'd, I'd make an emergency and be like, I've got to leave. So you'd I'd, stop I'd make dating the person? Up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Fair. Like, for sure that person could end up being the one, but I probably wouldn't give it long enough to find out. I'd be yeah. like, no, 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 no fuck no. this. That wedding would be too awkward. Nah, no way. Get the dad to do a speech. Oh, mate, that is just so awful. Good though. Jesus Christ. Um, All right, I like that story. So... The point of the, I think the one of the topics I was going to cover today, and we did this a while ago, looking at casual sex etiquette. Um, the reason why I thought it was something of interest was did the dating event recently, and obviously I was chatting to loads of different people and loads of different people at this event who were single, casually dating, looking for relationships, and there was like loads of good feedback in terms of like, you know, the dating game at the moment, but there was also like a fair bit of like negative feedback in terms of how people aren't happy with the current climate and, you know, there's not enough men out there, there's not enough women or guys are really shitty on dates and they Mm -hmm. don't call back and I was just thinking like talking about casual sex etiquette could be something really good to revisit because it is something that is so relevant all the time that I just think so many people don't know about or don't, mm-hmm. don't even think about. I don't even know how to like navigate a casual sex relationship yeah. as well. What do you think is the biggest reason why people are struggling out there with dating after you spoke to the people? I think one of the biggest things, yeah, one of the biggest things I realized is that people don't, people don't realize that they can tell the truth and still get what they want out of a scenario or situation. Yeah. Um, people don't have to lie. Mm. And I think that's a really big issue for so many people. Like they head into a situation, guys, I think like massively, because from a guy's perspective, it takes a lot of effort to graft a girl compared to when a girl has to graft a guy. Mm. So when a guy's managed to finally graft someone and then they're on a date with them and obviously whatever they want out of that situation, the girl might say, hey, what are you looking for? And instead of being like, there's always this ambiguity of like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's like, some people don't know, but some people Most say... Most people do. But some people just go, oh, you know, I'm like always open to it mm. when they're not. And then it's like, why why lie? Why lie? You don't have to like say blatantly, look, I'm just here to root you. But there's a way of like, <laughs> you know, but there's a way of like, look, I'm, I'm not really looking for anything serious mm. at the moment. Um, I don't really know where my head's at. I'm, I'm not really like, I don't think I'm really looking for anything that serious. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that they could tell the truth and still, get and, what they and, want. St- and still get what they want. And I think this is probably why that a lot of men get bad reps in like the one night stand game or like, you know, the, the casual dating game. Yeah, for sure. I think when it comes to what you just mentioned, how a lot of men get, can get bad reps within mm. the casual dating realm is the fact that I think maybe a lot of men don't realize that women probably enjoy sex as much as men. Mm. Yes. Yes. There's this um, component from a scientific standpoint where women do um, put a lot more emotion behind, um, I guess, the sexual nature and, and having sex with men, whereas men can be completely um, black and white. It's sex and that's it. There's, they, don't, they, they don't really get the emotional thing. Mm. But I think sometimes men forget, yeah, we love sex, but there are women out there that literally love it just as much, if not more, mm. a lot of the times, and are also willing just to have the casual thing. But at the end of the day, a lot of people probably have never 
navigated that casual sex experience well or have positive experiences of it because like you said people i ask them what they want they tell you they don't want anything or they tell you they do want something Mm. and then it turns out it's not true and then hearts get broken and people start arguing over like things that they probably shouldn't be arguing over if that makes sense a lot of blokes also like think and this could be women as well but a lot of like blokes who i speak to they're like you know i don't want to hurt her feelings like i don't want to just say that because it's mean i don't like hurt her feelings that Mm. i'm not looking for anything and it's just like it's a weird, like, thought process. But also when guys say that without any indication that they are into him, like, why do you think you're that much of a catch <laughs> that this girl you've been on two dates with really is good. really, really into That's you really, and yeah, wants like to that. be your, your girlfriend? I do like, like that. Do you think you're that great of a catch mm. that you're also, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings? Why do you think she's into you, bro? Mm. You've hung out twice and you fucked twice. That's hell. That's a hella ego. Get over yourself, that's bro. That's a hell of an Literally. ego. Literally. Literally. Mm. So I feel like that's also an issue there where they, they make these assumptions based off just nothing. Mm. And it would go for the both sides as well. Like girls would get that where they make these assumptions about guys. Maybe it could be they've had bad experience with a dude and they make these assumptions that this guy only wants to fuck. He only wants casual mm. sex. And then maybe that will pour some, end up force them to put up a wall. And then this guy might actually want something. But then because of the bad experiences of how guys have maybe approached or how girls approach, there's just like this weird ass thing where they're just both coming butt butt heads because neither of them want to really like tell the truth. Mm. Because every time they've had an experience like this, it's just been a negative experience. Does that make sense? I find that what happens as well is the less people say, the more you start like... um, Overthinking. I find, yeah, the less people say, the more you start creating a narrative in your mind. Mm. So as an example, because you didn't maybe say something or you didn't communicate the way you feel, a guy might say, oh, I had a really nice time tonight. And a girl might go, oh, fuck, I think like he's really into me. Mm. I don't know. I'm not into him like that. And it's like, whoa, where's all these like thoughts come from? Like, mm-hmm. where is this like over-dramatized reaction come from and it does come from just not saying things because you do start to build like a narrative and people are such great storytellers so they just tell themselves things you know what i mean and i know because i've spoken to loads of like of my guy mates when they've been on a date with someone and they're like oh i think like she's just really into me i'm like oh cool like why and he's like oh i don't know like she just you know said she had a really nice time last night and (laughs) she really enjoyed my company and i was like fuck that's just like it's just, so you're just a good date then? It's just a good date. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just a good date. It's like, fuck. And then what happens is they can then fuck up what is potentially a good casual situation mm-hmm. by, like, overthinking a bit about it and then lying about it. And then and then it's like the whole, oh, I might sporadically start, like, lengthening out the text messaging and stuff like that. So, look, I, I think from both angles and, you know, for women who are listening to this, a man can do that. And I think the best thing that you can do in that situation is take the first leap and just say how you're feeling and communicate it. So if you think they're leading like that, go, oh, hey, by the way, just want to let you know that I'm just really looking for only something casual. Mm -hmm. So at least like you can maybe, you know, debunk the paranoia that they may be having. Qualify and qualify. Yeah, exactly. I think that can be really helpful. How do you, how would you define casual sex? Um, like, That'd be good to, so de- like, to define in the pod. Yeah, so casual sex, I think, is obviously I I would see it different as like casual maybe dating is different okay. to like one night stands. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think casual dating is really beneficial for loads of people, and there's a number of reasons why. You haven't defined what it is yet. What's casual dating? Uh, I, in my perspective, casual dating would be continuously dating a few people without the like emotional long attachment. 
where it's just let me let me, let me do this again I think casual dating is dating a few people knowing that there is an exp or there is an expiration date or that it doesn't have the same weight as like a long-term relationship like it's casual dating is just value like in the moment that you're with that person mm -hmm. but then when you leave there's no expectation of like following up with how's your day what are you doing you know let me know if you have any issues like you're not there to be like the the support bench for that person yeah it is there to serve to, a, to an extent I think it is there to serve a transactional purpose yeah it doesn't mean casual can't lead into something more serious but I do think if someone just wants casual then they'll lead with an expectation of like hey we hang out and it's great mm. but don't call me after work because you're having a bad day and expect me to sit on the phone to you for now like you've yeah, got, you've yeah, got yeah, your friends yeah. for that yeah. and I think that's totally fair yeah you know, it's not like I am your part. Because if I was, it'd be different. There's mm -hmm. a different expectation, and yeah. there's a different amount of investment that we're giving. Um, that's that's a really long-winded way. Like, can you say? It? Could you define it like a simple <laughs> way? It was fucking. It's a hard like um, to, to like nail it down to like a sentence. I'm, I bet if I googled it right now, it'd have like a really clean-cut sentence. I feel like yeah. I guess casual. I think casual sex etiquette and just casual dating itself is going to be different for. I guess everyone that gets involved in that. For some people, casual sex etiquette could be worse just purely sex. And mm -hmm. there's no like emotional um, commitment or emotional connection or anything of the nature. Mm -hmm. Whereas for other people, casual sex etiquette could include that. Because especially if you're casually having sex with someone very regularly. For me anyway, I couldn't casually sleep with someone regularly if they weren't providing me with something else mm. other than the physical because i'll get bored very very For quickly sure. and then i just won't be sexually aroused you need to be them. stimulated yeah, yeah. So you need, need to be stimulated so from from that level as well i feel like casual sex also includes the physical mm. but if it's someone who you're regularly having casual sex with yeah. you also i feel like you need to be stimulated i don't want them to be too smart <laughs> yeah you're different to me <laughs> yeah it, it also yeah. adds that extra layer of um maybe intellectual stimulation or yeah. even emotional stimulation maybe they don't need to call you after work if they're going through a bad day but when they're with you in the bed mm. i feel like it's it's an open space that you yeah. want them to then feel comfortable enough around you to to open up if they will because then also if they're comfortable enough to open up around you on things that actually matter to them while they're in the bed with you it's going to probably make the sex way better as well yeah that's true you know what i mean yeah i think i think that's true um fuck what was the point i was going to say it's uh it's like the the girlfriend experience yeah it's like in that moment google actually had like a really great definition casual dating or a casual relationship is a physical and emotional relationship oh, between two people who may have casual sex or near or a near sexual relationship without necessarily demanding or expecting the additional commitments of a more formal relationship mm -hmm. i like that same hey google is just doing bits i mean it's, um, they're literally doing what they're supposed to do i know should that, i ask chat gpt that, that that's a great definition mm -hmm. um you think it's healthy yeah i think so i think there's a number of re yeah i think it's healthy i think for someone who is for someone who's been in a long-term mm -hmm. relationship i think it can be great because it can allow you to dip your toe back in the water without needing to worry of falling back into what is potentially another wrong long-term relationship you know because mm -hmm. it can also allow you to if you've been in a really long-term relationship you sometimes may not realize it but sometimes your growth is stunted so sometimes there are areas of you that didn't develop so being able to express yourself and know that 
being able to express yourself and also move to other people, you can get like a bit of a buffet of like understanding what you're into, mm-hmm. what you like, how you feel about yourself, what kind of person that you're into. And also I think for avoidance, for naturally like avoidant people, I think casual dating for a part, for like a period of time can be great to share an emotional connection with someone to let them know that they have the ability Mm. for that, you know? So when they do then want to settle down or they do want to find a partner, they know that they have that ability. I think it can be, can be great, like for sure. But it does, if you are an avoidant, I think it does still take like an extra bit of effort to like, not just have like casual sex, but have like a casual like relationship Mm. almost, you know? It's like the whole thing you were saying, like, you know, someone's in bed, they're talking to you about stuff, you're sharing stuff, there's a level of like vulnerability there. Mm. I think that can be great because in the back of their mind, it's still, there's this like safety net of like, it's cool. Like, you know, this isn't like a long term thing, but it's great, you know? And and I've been there before and it really helped me to know, oh, I can have these conversations and that's okay, I'm still single, I'm still figuring myself out, but Mm -hmm. fuck, that was a really good connection. Yeah, Like that was really nice to share that moment with that person and you know, just because it was short-lived, it doesn't diminish, like, the the, the experience that, that you had. What do you think? I agree. Um, I think it's definitely very, very healthy. Obviously, um, different strokes for different folks. Some people just aren't into that kind of thing. But I think for the majority of people, I think it's definitely um, important for most people to have a stint within their adult, within their adulthood where they are single for a period of time mm. and they are dating casually. You don't need to be having sex with people. Like mm. whenever I tell people they should go on dates and stuff, I don't mean fuck everyone. Like if you want to have sex with everyone, <laughs> you can. Mm. But if you don't and you just want to date, that's fine. I think it's it's important because like you said, it gives you an idea of one, what's actually out there. Like legitimately what's out there and, not sure. just, and just not through the apps. Um, it gives you an idea of and helps you figure out what you like and what you don't like. Mm. Because like you kind of mentioned, when you're in a relationship for a long period of time, especially through, if it's from your teenage years or early twenties into your late twenties, you end up just becoming one person and you end up becoming, you end up molding yourself around each other and you end up becoming a version that you either think your partner likes or you either think your partner wants you to become. Mm. So whenever you get an opportunity um, and you break up with that partner or you're just single or whatever, it is so good to be single, experience what's out there without the pressures of trying to please someone or trying to appease someone um, while you're doing that. Because like I said, if you end up constantly jumping from one relation to the other, like there's no space for you to grow on your own mm. outside of trying to, trying to impress or, or please another another human being. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think that can be so important just to take the time to soak in the kind of stuff that you want, that you like, that, yeah, just figure yourself out a little bit. If you were to give someone like the, maybe like, and this is just a personal opinion, of course, spitting absolute facts. Um, if you were to give someone like the do's and don'ts, if they're heading into like casual sex, casual relationships, what would be a do? A do? Or a don't, whatever you want to start with. It's up to you. Um, I do would be say thank you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not say the actual word thank you, but show Gracias. but show appreciation for the time that you've spent with that person. For sure. Um, I think that is key, especially especially if it's 
Premier League like the first time as well. Yeah. Um, I because because yeah, I feel night. like because I feel like for a lot of people, especially if they're not doing casual dating often or doing casual sex often, or if it's their first time, and they finally decide, you know what, fuck, I'm just gonna do it. I feel like a lot of people could come away from that feeling a bit off and I'm feeling mm. a bit weird. It's like, oh, I've just done that. It's not my vibe. So I think saying thank you, saying how much you appreciated their time and the whole experience is one way to kind of negate that or help them feel a lot more comfortable with the experience and a lot more comfortable with actually doing it again. Mm. That would be one of my do's. I was going to say, you can say thank you to someone and not have to worry that, it, you know, they're going to like overthink that just by saying I had a good night mm. and like enjoyed the evening. Um, it's one of your do's. Yeah, one of the do's would be to organize a date. Like, it doesn't have to be like a 3 a.m. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Like, yep. you can say, yep, hey, by yep. the way, you can give notice mm. to when you want to have like a casual experience with this person. Of course. Like, even though you're not in a relationship, like, hey, do you want to hang out on Thursday, grab some food, get a bottle of wine, and chill for the evening? Mm. And that, I think, is okay, you know? Like, you're allowed to have that expectation even if it is only casual and for like the guys out there, like, you know, women who just want to have sex with you, they will still appreciate that massively. Yeah. Because it makes like them feel massively. Wanted. Yeah. It still makes you feel wanted and, 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 needed sure. and appreciated for sure. Like people do send the texts and people will enjoy receiving the text, but there comes a point as well where sometimes you don't want to be getting a 3am text mm. to sleep with some guy you've been sleeping with or sleeping with some girl you've been sleeping with. Mm. Sometimes it's actually, nice if they message you during the day and say oh what are you up to on thursday yeah do you want to hang out yeah even though you know you're hanging out to fuck yeah it's nice it's still nice to know that they're they've thought of you before and and is planning to actually hang out with you and in it doesn't the future. have to be anything outrageous you no. know do you want to just grab a feed down the road no. and like go back to yours and watch a film or something yeah what I are your don'ts I, I think that's fine don't uh don't, I would say like for a casual thing, like don't like root and boot, you know, like you can have like, you can, you know, do the deed and mm. still chill after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like chill, watch a film, go for like, do whatever you want to do. Like there's no like prescription for that, but you know, you don't need to like root and boot as mm. an example. I think that's also the benefit as well. You can have that like intimate experience and it just end there when they leave the next day or they mm. leave that night or whenever it is. So I think, you know, you don't need to treat it as like just a root and boot. Don't lie. Don't lie. Yeah. yeah Instead don't of lie. asking if you sleep with other people, just, just say, say yeah. yeah. And then if they don't want to sleep, continue sleeping with you, then that's fine. Just carry There's on. So, so many people lie about that. And it's just like, now you've lied about it. Now you need to protect that lie. Mm. So now you need to start saying things. Now you need to start saying things to, you know, give the illusion that you're not that kind of person. Now that person has, has expectations of you. Mm. Oh, what did you do and last then, night? And right. then you have the line say, oh, And then what happens is you then resent that person in this casual relationship because you lied. And then you set up this expectation. Um, don't jump on your phone straight away afterwards, I would say. Uh, there's nothing worse, you know. Someone rolls over. It's like, sweet, fucking... TikTok, it's just like fucking hell. Have a bit of decency, you know. Like, there's, it's been a moment, you know. It's been a moment, so I would say, don't just, uh, don't just jump on your phone straight away after. What about you? Yeah, the phone one's definitely facts. Yeah, it's very tempting too. And mm. um, was that a don't? It's don't very jump tempting too. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Because um, it's because it's, it's post nut clarity. You're like, oh, like I just, just don't care about this. 
What am I doing here? Yeah. I regret that. Should have wanked. <laughs> I'm joking. Not yeah, really. <laughs> um, my don't, another don't. Don't make assumptions, I think. Mm. I think... It, don't make it, assumptions. And it goes back to about the not lying and, and being open and communicative. Don't make assumptions about pe- people's feelings towards you, like we mentioned earlier. I think when you do that, Again, like you say, you're telling the story and you're creating a narrative that is com- could be completely false. And I think whenever it gets to a point where you are starting to <clears throat> make assumptions about something that might not be real, it can then change your whole perception of the situation and also how you may view that person and how you treat that person. Because you can, you can get people who get into a situation where if they feel as if they have the upper hand in a relationship, they'll start acting differently. And a lot of times in a negative way. It's like, oh yeah, she's proper into me. I don't need to make any more effort. I can just chill. She's going to text me and ask me to hang out. I don't need to make an effort. Mm. So once you start making that assumption, then you pro- end up start treating that person lesser than. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So I think if there ever is a situation where you're in a casual sex or casual dating Respect that person. Um, respect time. the person respect enough the to ask them questions. Or even when you get to a point where you feel as if it's going very well and you feel as if you might want it to go a different direction. Mm. Again, don't make assumptions. Yeah. Ask the question. Um don't, and just see what their answer is and just go from there. I'd say just don't yeah, don't last minute flake, you know, the whole like respecting their time, you know, that that person is still a person and don't drop those last minute, you know, oh sorry change your plans and it's like that person is still allocated that time mm-hmm. this is like a genuine thing what one of the things that i think is really important is that it can happen that even when casual dating someone can get feelings and i think it's really important to like check back in like always always did it oh yes. yeah it's, it's yeah yeah it did happen to me yeah it did it did we have exhibited um, right here Oh, fucking hell, I might just cut this. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. Why would know. you cut it? I, I don't know. Because uh, it's just in the moment, I've just started getting really nervous. <laughs> um, like I'm just like seeing how this like all sounds. Um, and I would say that, yeah, you always need to... <laughs> you, you throw me off, absolutely. You, um, I would say that in casual dating, um, it's important to check back in because it can happen where you pick up feelings for like mm-hmm. the other person. And it is really important to check back in, you know, where it's like, hey, I still am only really looking for casual. Mm-hmm. Is that still what you're looking for? And I think there's a whole thing where it's like, you know, I'm responsible for me and they're responsible for them. Mm-hmm. And if that person, and if you know that person is into you, it doesn't, just because you say, look, they're into me, but I've told them all I want is casual. It doesn't mean you know yourself of all responsibility. Yeah. You can, but you'd be a bit of a piece of shit for doing it. Using like, my bars. It's just like, it's from a book, actually. Yeah. You, you sent me a script from a book on that. And oh, I, I? I really, yeah, yeah. I think it's from uh, the fucking, I don't know, what's the Love Languages one, maybe? It was that one. Oh, was it? Um, it was a book. And it I was don't like, think it would have been it, a love It was like a one line. It was a one line. And I was like, fuck, I didn't think about that before. And I was like, that is so true. Because yeah. I was I was like that for a period. I was like, oh, you know what I've told them? I was like, nah, because I'm still a human being. Like, yeah. be a decent human. Do you know what I mean? And so just because you can say, well, I told them, you know, it's, it's up to them. It's like, no, you still have a responsibility of saying, hey, listen, you're catching feelings. I know that. Yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable still doing this with no, you. 100%. Because I know it's really going to hurt you. 
be a fucking good human. And what it does as well is it sets up this like domino effect of just people creating good experiences for everyone. Yeah. Because then when that person ends with you and they go into another casual uh, situation, they know it's like, hey, this person treated me really well. They respected me. Instead of, oh, this person led me on. Like I told them about my feelings or like they knew I was like, you know, catching on with them and they still just didn't mind. It's like, and then it creates this awful cycle. Then when someone else is picking up that weight, they're like, oh, they've got all this trauma and this Mm -hmm. fucking shit they're dealing with, you know? So I think that, yeah, like don't, my don't would be don't be a piece of shit. And, uh, you know, be a decent human, you know, Um, because it's really easy to not be like, it's really easy to just not say anything. It's so easy to just stay silent, you know, Um, and that's what you have to do to be a piece of shit. Just Mm. stay silent to be a good person. You have to actively have the conversation, say the hard things, Mm. say the uncomfortable moments. That's to be an active, good person. It's like people say um, that loyal, the It's the thing about loyalty as well. It's like, yeah, you can't. You're not loyal unless you've been presented with a, in a position where you have to choose to be loyal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know where that's come from, but was that actually Mosey? Think so. Yeah. It's not because I heard it before he even started talking on, on YouTube. Can, can, can you not beef him, bro? Can you, um, can you not do this? But yeah, it, it's the it's the same thing. Like, yeah, you're a good person, but what what are you? Have like? you been tested? Yeah. yeah. What are you like when you've been put in a position where mm. you have to make a decision that either is good? and selfless or a decision that's bad and 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 for you you know what i mean mm. and it's the same with loyalty as well are you loyal though are you loyal or have you never been put in a position where you're in the middle of a club with loads of women and they're mm. all over you and you're saying no to these girls yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so and also i was thinking um earlier this week when you oh, i was thinking about casual dating yeah and the idea of dating itself is so like new to the world in the grand scheme of things. Because if you think about it, our parents' parents and their parents, like when they weren't really dating back then. In the early 1900s... I thought we were going BC for a second. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Not that far. How far back are we going? But in the early yeah, yeah. 1900s... Um, yeah, you just meet like, someone yeah, in your, in your, you, your you town. You met someone and... in your town. If the guy liked you, he would take you out, he'll court you, and that was it. You weren't looking Have around like nine kids. and dating, and you're having like 10 kids or whatever. And I actually was listening to a book the other day, and they were saying that the actual idea of dating and the concept of dating only started in the 1890s. Yeah, wow. So that's like, what, three generations ago? Yeah, fuck. And if you think societally-wise, in the 1890s, like women didn't have rights so they weren't really dating then they were mm. just like told what to do um people of color didn't have any rights um people within the lgbtq can't remember all the other letters <laughs> plus plus um um community <laughs> cancelled also didn't have any rights yeah, yeah. so coming now into let's start from maybe mid 2000s where it was okay to and even even then in the middle in the early 2000s it wasn't really seen as like a thing to be openly um casually dating and mm. casually fucking around if people were doing it then nine times out of ten keep it on the down low so when you you start talking about it in today's day and age where um people are trying to navigate this new way of life because it really is new for humans this the way we're dating not you kind of have to give a bit of grace because we weren't taught how to casually date. Like our grandparents or our grandparents' grandparents, they got proposed to, 
by some random guy because their parents decided that this would be a good marriage and here's 10 guys for your daughter. Like, that was the kind of shit that was going on. Mm. The idea of even online dating, that was, what, 1994 with Match.com? Fuck. Or something like that. Yeah, I think that wow. was, like, the first... Wow. Um, <laughs> I think Match.com was, like, 1994. I remember the adverts coming on TV for that. On, like, oh, like on literally your internet browser. That's mad. And then, I think... Hinge and or well Tinder sorry and all, like the ones on your actual phone when did phone, Tinder come out that was like like five years ago six years ago no it's like a decade oh really yeah I think oh. I was about 21 or something like that mm-hmm. I think That's I was true, yeah, when I went backpacking yeah I remember it being like yeah. so like that's just come out 10 years ago how the hell do you expect the population to understand and even be able to successfully navigate mm. something like dating whenever the actual concept of it isn't really, it's barely over 100 years old, you know what I mean? Mm. So that's why when I think about it, I'm like, I, un- I understand why people struggle because a lot of us are only feeding off the information that we've f- been fed by our parents and our parents likewise from their parents. So now that we're in a position where we're trying to flip the switch because they've never, because even when you talk to your, your parents and stuff oh, about it. Oh, you look happy. No, no, as in that, that, as in that, that's what parents would say. You know, it's like, oh, you look like it's like yeah. they don't really ask the questions. Yeah, they don't like, understand. It's like, like oh, oh, you look happy. You know, like, oh, she, she's nice. Yeah, yeah she's into like a nice girl. Yeah. What Do you is, think what I was this? just saying that to yeah, you? Yeah, I was just like, what? I thought you were talking to someone behind me. <laughs> I realized you paused, and I was like, he's not clocked on. Yeah, I was just saying, looking here. But no, it's true. Yeah, it's just yeah. like because I remember that as well. Like they'd just be like, oh, you know, oh, but, but like she's she's a nice girl. Yeah, it's like, but what do you? Hello, love. But um, but but what do you know? Like, what mm. are you asking? Like, yeah. what do you like about this person? What don't you like about this person? Like, what similar interests, hobbies, mm. outlooks do you have? Like, what are the things that are most important that you can see growing with this person? But you never get asked that. But I think it would be different now because if I was to have a kid, these are the things that kind Those of like I'd, I'd, I'd be, be really interested yeah. in. Because I'd be like, well, why do you like that person? Like, why? Why them? And you know, it has to be more than, oh, she's just nice and she's like well fit. But even back then, though, back year, like hundreds of years ago, people weren't marrying for love. Like a lot of, I would say eight out of Tax nine reasons. of our, I guess, if you were to go four generations back, our great, great, great grandparents probably didn't marry for love. They would have married for purely economic reasons Tax. and financial reasons yeah. and land and mm. families and fam stay, wanted to stay. If, if, if you're from a certain background, we want to keep you all from this certain lineage or whatever like that's what it was whereas now people are look like you said you're asking more questions mm. people are looking for more than just land and i mean land and money be great it's right always now. good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not ideal. turning this down i just want more than yeah, that now yeah. yeah i mean the land's great <laughs> give me it but yeah what also else like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, exactly whereas now people are just looking at way more and again that's why i feel like the whole casual dating thing is harder as well because people don't even know what they want mm. it's like oh yeah i'll casually date but like how long do i casually date for mm. like how long do i hang out with this guy hang out with this girl before one of us either needs to or will bring up the conversation and when we bring up the conversation at some point what am i gonna say what is he gonna say what's she gonna say that's why so many people settle and that's why so, people so many settle. people settle because they're yeah. like the search for compatibility it's too hot. That's fuck yeah. That's, it would be hard. That's a fucking horrible thought in itself. Mm. People settle because the work is too hard. Yeah. And it is. Just like it is that, hard. that like thought in itself is so shit. Yeah. You know? 
Like and if it you is were hard. to, but if you were to think of that, like with a job, if you wanted to get somewhere, it's like, well, you knew it was going to be hard, mm-hmm. and so you just go, well, I'll just settle, I'll just give up, and it's like, fuck, that feels like a sad existence. It is. You know, and that, but the thing is, it that's also what makes it good. That's like the price tag associated with it, which, which, which that's the price tag associated with it that with makes it good. Yeah, because yeah. then when you do get the relationship where you have invested and you are growing, and you're like, "Fuck, this is why this it feels why, so good," yeah. because the hard work makes it feel good. Yeah. It makes it feel valuable, and without that, it wouldn't feel as good to have it. The price tag is what makes it feel good. But also, a lot of people just don't artists aren't in a place where they feel as if they're deserving of the love that Mm. they should get. Like people, like you said, will just settle or accept shitty, shitty behavior from people purely because they've never actually understood or experienced like good love. Mm. Uh, Like your concept of what a relationship is or should be really comes from like your primary caregiver. Mm. If your parents had a really loving relationship, there's a, there's an eight out of 10 chance that your ideology or the way you view love or the potential of love or actual true love forever after is a good one. Whereas if you come from a background, if your parents were divorced or Mm -hmm. they stayed together, but they had a really shit relationship, your concept of what love dating and forever happily ever after is going to be so different. And it's not going to be the same for everyone. Some people will have a positive outlook on love because maybe they had a best friend whose parents were completely infatuated by each other and they mm. were around the house all the time and they have that connection from a young age. But there's other people out there who just throughout life never really experience love at the level that they would have needed to so that when they get to adulthood that they're actually able to, I guess, pursue it in a positive and healthy way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think also that's probably another reason why I guess the casual dating thing and even just dating in general is like people are going in here assuming the worst. I used to be like that. Mm. I used to be under the impression that like they're going to leave or it's just not going to work out. I'll just put some effort in and then at some point I'll just start pulling away because they'll end up pulling away at some point. And I completely understand where that's come from now and why I always felt like that. And even sometimes... to to this day, I'm always fighting demons. Like, and mm. it's it's always the, the case. If there's anyone who's out there that's been through a lot and they've had negative experiences growing up or even in adulthood, it's only natural even after you've done the work that whenever you're in something good that your mind will always try and push you back I get that. to the demons. Mm. The demons are always there. And that's why for me personally, I never get like comfortable with feeling mm. great or feeling healthy because i know one thing and then i'll have this weird thought and then i'm having to like recalibrate and say what why you have why you having these yeah. thoughts again why are you having these thoughts you know why you're having these thoughts mm-hmm. and that's why i think when it's so important when i talk about being self-aware and actually doing the work it's like it's perfectly fine being self-aware yeah, i've been yeah. self-aware for a long time yeah but without doing the work it's without just... doing the work i was just repeating the same behaviors mm-hmm. and saying okay i'm having this trigger i'm out the door mm. whereas now if i have the trigger i'm like it's okay. It's coming from a place. I, I understand know where I'm, it's coming from. I understand where it's coming I, I get from. That I understand sometimes the trigger. As well. I still get that I'm sometimes. Chilling. Yeah, no, I still get that where it's like when things are like really good, even to this day. You're like sometimes I'm like supposed to happen. I'm bad. like so, nah, it's, science going to go wrong. Like yeah, why yeah. is this still going? Why is it getting better as well? Like it's just getting better. Like mm-hmm. this is a fucking unsettling it's feeling. A very on, yeah, yeah. It's you know it's it's a and it's a weird thing to like become accustomed to when 
you know, something goes wrong and then you both try and fix it. It's like, well, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Like fuck! Why is why is that working? Why is it not breaking down? Why are we not fix like Why are we not Going fucking like fixing one? Yeah, we're yeah. arguing. It's like fuck, and um, yeah, it's unsettling. It's unnerving sometimes, but it's good. You just it's like, like a good unsettling. Yeah, you you get used to this feeling of like this is what it's meant to be like. Mm-hmm. The, these moments, like these are what these moments are meant to feel like when mm-hmm. you're truly working towards something with someone. You know, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, fuck, I think that's a fair way off casual sex etiquette, but definitely a a good point to make, you know? Um, don't a, one one last thing before on. we finish. I've got, I've got one more story as well. Don't uh, don't emotionally dump. On, oh, I fucking had that on my on phone. Your, on your, on yeah. your casual sex partner. Don't tell them you just want something casual and then emotionally dump on them as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Like, fucking what a piece of shit, no. you know? Make, make the openness organic yeah. and natural and what both parties like because you can tell people things all the time but if they're not ready to receive it Mm -mm. then you're probably gonna fuck up the potential good experience that you could have don't overshare yeah like share but don't overshare just chill especially in the first date you crazy crazy people just fucking saying the most crazy that would be a good thing to have a look at i might have a little search for that what's the most emotional dumping overshared on a first day i'd love to hear that i actually have um, good stories for that I'd love to hear them, mate. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to write it out. Um, I'll paraphrase the experience. Cool. So I've got one. I'm going to turn my phone around because it's really hard to read it and I'm losing momentum when I'm... There we go. Um, here we go. Uh, man, this is a fucking good story. Okay. Met a girl online. Met a girl online dating. Sorry. Met a girl online when online dating first became a thing. Except um, for the fact, so she had two kids. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really sure I was ready for that at that time, but we hit it off pretty well. She invited me to her house after she sent the kids up to bed to her room. She took me down to the basement and proceeded to fuck my brains out. We did a lot of nasty stuff that took me and my ex years to work up to. I was happy to meet another kinkster and was looking forward to a meaningful relationship with this woman. I was even thinking about figuring out a way to date a woman with with kids. Maybe it'd be sort of cool. As we're cuddling on the couch and watching TV post-coitus, a knock came at the door. It was her ex. They're still friends. Instead of kindly telling him she had company and asking him to leave, she invited him in. No. After walking through the place, including the room, I just slammed her in with a couple of used condoms on the floor. This guy, this guy joins us on the couch. <gasps> so here we all are on the couch, me on one side and the ex on the other and her in the middle. You're joking. Then she put a blanket over all three of us. Oh, no. What the fuck? And then this dude actually says, hey, if this isn't cool, I can leave. But instead of saying, yes, get the fuck out of here, she went, nah, that's okay. We're all good. I got up and left. What the f- Bro. <laughs> that's so bad. That is actually insane to me. Oh, God. That is actually insane to me. Bro, that is so fucking bad. So good. Imagine that you're just sitting there, just on one side, and you're just like. I thought I was gonna say she put the blanket over them and started trying to pull them both off with, with a hand each. That wouldn't have been bad. That would have been quite a good ending. That would that would have been a decent ending. Been a good ending. It would have been a story. It would have been a story. Do it for the plot. But imagine like you're just sitting there, and he sits down. And you're like, 
So, Netflix. That is, people are so odd, So uncomfortable, man. man. So uncomfortable. Why do people do those things? So uncomfortable, bro. Fucking hell. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. It's been a great one. We appreciate you if you've uh, listened to this far. Excited for the next one. Excited for the next one. Um, And as usual, like, comment, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff all across Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. And throw us into the email list as well. Throw us into the email list. Thank you very much. Peace out. Stay safe.